you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi and hello, football fans. Your old pal Dave Damashek here. Make sure you check out the Dave Damashek football program. You can watch it on YouTube, NFL.com. You can listen to it on iTunes or Stitcher or NFL.com slash podcasts. We look at the world of pro football and the game called life. The Around the NFL podcast wants to make you a mixtape, girl. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes. Colleen Wolf, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys and girl? Hey, Dan. What's happening? Yo. Uh, Colleen, this is... Big day, big week. You're like third or fourth show in a row with us? Would that make that was that a record for number of I don't think she was on last Monday show, not to poke a hole in your theory. Oh. Yeah. It's been poked. But welcome <laughs> so. back. But many shows. Bummer. Way we to can't start, have enough. Though. I think three or four <laughs> out of five. Filling in for the uh, for the Sizzler, uh, who is off today. It's his son's birthday. Um young Colton, I believe, is four years old, so he's spending time with the family. Connie Fox always on the ready to jump in. That's so right. We still got uh, four in the room. Happy birthday to Colton and Simone Sessler, Mark's wife. And then, of course, the old Zeuser, Dan Hansis, had a birthday over the weekend. Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It was a great, uh, you know, great birthday. 36 years old. Time's getting away from me now. But, uh, you know, you just got to make the most of <laughs> what you have left at this point. You're, I agree. You're a strapping young lad. I hope so. But the, I do think about stuff like if you doubled, if you double your age. And then if you died, would it be a tragedy? And if <laughs> wow. Are you serious? And if you died 72, it, you know, it's kind of young, but it's not that young. It's not crazy. So you could say this midlife crisis could be starting. Well, I actually right now with the show. I can understand. I think my dad is 72. What are right. you trying to say? I hope your dad lives for another 30 years, Greg. But I'm just saying he's not a young man anymore. 
mortality is something we all wrestle with. Yeah, think about it Dan just told me that I looked fresh-faced in a picture from 2010, so I think age <laughs> is on everyone's mind right now. Uh, <laughs> that was not meant to be an insult, but <laughs> we're all going to die anyway. I was doing a web search unrelated to it, and then up popped the story of uh, headline, Gonzo and Colleen Wolf off the market. <laughs> a whole news article written in the Philly Insider in 2010 oh, about God. your engagement. Wow. Um, and there's a picture of you and your fresh face. It was a while ago. Well, 2010's thanks. a while ago. Yeah, you're right. Six years. This That's not what I meant, though. I want you to know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the uh, Monday edition of the Around the NFL podcast, sponsored by no one. But that doesn't mean that it can't be sponsored by someone. Come at us. Come at us. Work with us, and we'll work with you. Uh, great show, because this is draft week, guys. It's here uh, on Thursday in Chicago. Uh, the name of the facility, Greg, is? Draft Town is Chi-Town. <laughs> no, not the slogan. <laughs> no, that, that's all <laughs> I say. The slogan that definitely needed to be workshop. That's all I say on, during draft week. Draft week is Chi-Town. That's my answer. I'm sticking with it. I would assume Chi-Town is one of those nicknames that anybody from Chicago would be like, yeah. we do not like that. Oh, that. people talk... People yell at me all the time on Twitter. They're like, whatever you do, do not refer to Chicago as Chi-Town. <laughs> and I didn't even know that was a thing. Can you call it the Windy City? Yeah. I guess, yeah. People call it that. Or it's, maybe just Chicago. Well, we're not going. We're going to be here so that we can tape some high-octane podcasts after the first round and after uh, the draft ends on Saturday. Yeah, this is, uh, as I said last week, this is the one week of the year where we have a Saturday night show. Um, so we'll have today's show. Today is Monday, and then on Thursday, after the draft, we'll have a wrap-up of round one, and then Saturday night, wrap-up of round one through seven, with big takeaways. Winners and losers and whatnot. Yeah, so that'll be fun. And and as everyone, if if you're a fan of this podcast, you know that this time of year, uh, we do uh, bring back one of our favorite games. We love competition. Greg, you love to wager. Uh, we all love <laughs> the idea of... It's accurate. It's not who, allowed in, by the NFL. Who can get things right? Who can get things wrong? So we have a game called Go Get My Lunch, You Human Disease. Human. That's the name of it now. No, it changes. Okay. So we're going to go around the horn here uh, a few times and make uh, sandwich props on what's going to happen in the draft uh, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mostly, I would think mo- many of the bets will be, or props, we don't bet here, mm-hmm. will be centered around Thursday night round one, but that doesn't necessarily have to hold that way. It could be anything related to the draft. So, um, and if you want to check out the standings, go get my lunch.org. It's a bit, this will be a big round, Greg, because it's very tight, the standings. Yeah, it's like a three way tie atop the top, just about. I, I think I'm, I'm just ahead of you in. You and Wes. Yeah. So we'll get to that. We're going to get more into that a little bit later. But there's some big news to talk about. So uh, we don't want to waste too much more time. We should get into it. And to do that, uh, let's check behind the glass. Uh, the Irishman, Brandon McGinnis. What's up, buddy? Nothing much, Dan. How are you doing? Good, good, good. I, this first news item we're going to talk about, I know, is going to hit home with you and the man to my right. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get to it. Ah, Prince. Rest in peace. Maybe we'll talk about him a little bit later. But right now, we must start on the throne of Sleaze. (laughs) 
Oh no! Everyone run! There's nowhere to run! The atomic blast knows no bounds. <laughs> On Monday, the U.S. Second Court of Appeals handed down a decision that reinstates the four-game suspension of Patriots quarterback Tom Brady for his connection to the deflated football scandal uh, back in the 2004-14 AFC. It feels like 2004. 2014 AFC Championship game against the Colts. Brady's suspension was nullified by uh, Judge Berman back in September. It allowed Brady to play the entire 2015 season, of course. But this all, and we, you know, we didn't cover it too closely as it, the court process was continuing to unfurl. But it was happening over the last couple of months. This was still going on. The NFL trying to get the suspension put back on the books, and in a 33-page decision, the second Second Circuit Court, who we must respect the court's opinions. This is our country, and we're founded on the principles of government and believing that it can guide the people in a proper manner. So our legal system is not perfect, but it's so the best legal system in the world. So you believe you, OJ, OJ is innocent? Listen, there are outliers and everything, but uh, in a 33-page decision, it was decided that the ban must be put back uh, and Brady suspended for the first four weeks, barring another Hail Mary. Greg, we'll start with you. Well, a lot to think about here. The first is that it's it's not even about whether Tom Brady deflated the balls or not. This is just about how much power does Roger Goodell have. So it's kind of a boring legal topic to talk about, but the the court believed that basically he's got all the power. He can do what he wants. He, I mean he, that that they agreed to it and that and that he disagreed with the original version saying that that the players have agreed to give Goodell this latitude so he can he can do it. Yeah, it's whether whether he's whether he did anything, whether it's worth it or not, he can do what he wants. The union agreed to it. He can roll by fiat. And the the judgment was made that what Judge Berman ruled last September, he overstepped his bounds essentially, and was ruling on a case that it really wasn't about whether or not Brady should have been suspended. It was what, like what Greg was saying that it was whether you know the Goodell acted within his power, and he did, Colleen, according to this court. So now. A four-game ban is back, and from what we hear, and I don't know if you're our legal ex expert, Colleen. Oh, please, rely on me for yeah. that. Well, you should. Um, you're our regular Gabe Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> Old Gabe Fox. Um, no, uh, now, barring something that's unforeseen, it sounds like this one might actually stick. Um, tell us your thoughts about what this means for the Patriots. Well, I mean – they sort of last year had kind of a dress rehearsal already with Jimmy Garoppolo, and we never really got to see what that was going to look like, how it was with him running the offense. So now they start the season with the Cardinals, Dolphins, Houston, and the Bills. I mean, wait, wait, let's do that again. Okay, so let's, Cardinals, Cardinals at home in Arizona, uh, at Arizona, at, yeah, and then three straight home games. Yeah, Dolphins, Texans, Bills. Uh, throwing a sleaze plus ease. And what Dolphins, that is literally the Texans. hardest game in the league. Just about the is first at Atlanta. A tough one. And yeah, and then after Arizona. that is a playoff team, and then two mediocre teams. You, but you're right. It's very rare that you get three straight home games ever, and they're going to have it for. Jimmy and they G. never lose in their building. But of course, they never not have Tom Brady. So everything's kind of up in the air. We hear about Jimmy Garoppolo, <clears throat> and I think Mark, when we were throwing, I can't remember what it was, but Mark recently on a show. Uh, invoke Garoppolo's name as someone that would be floated for a first round pick. There's a lot of positive vibes around Jimmy Garoppolo, 
but we still have never seen him play meaningful snaps in the NFL. So we'll find out potentially finally this September. I wonder if they would think about bringing in Hoyer mm. just to have there in case. I mean, he does have a history there, and why not? Seems like a throne of ease kind of mood. Move just because you're the Patriots, you get to have these things happen? Well, I don't think Hoyer would want to do it unless he really doesn't have any good options, which he might not. I mean, because I don't think they would bring in Hoyer to compete to start. Sure. I think Garoppolo would just be the starter. So then how much are you really paying your number three quarterback from weeks five to Mm -hmm. 17? I think they will draft someone. I mean, they only have one quarterback on the roster. It's Garoppolo. So they need to get two two more quarterbacks in. They'll draft someone at some point, probably late, what? and they'll sign a veteran. Whether it's Hoyer, it's, it'll be someone I think that'll take a low-cost deal, but it'll be some veteran that, that's Bring playing. Matt Flynn back into the league. Right. I was going to say, refresh my memory. Was it Flynn that they brought in last August? It was. They thought they were heading towards the same situation? It was. They, they bring in Flynn. I mean, that that's ugly. Part of – talk about throne of ease. I'm. There was part of me last year that – Obviously, you want Tom Brady out there for every game. But there was part of me that just, look, I've seen the Patriots with Tom Brady forever. Oh, I would not. It's it's like a fun. It must be so nice to be a Patriots fan. Let's just see what this is like because we can. And if the Patriots, if they start off bad, it doesn't matter because they'll turn everything around anyway. No, but who do you get excited about when you're a fan? Young quarterbacks. Hey, let's see this guy play. It's a different situation. It it happens. Dan with his head in his hands. And oh, by the way. Every week, you know that Brady was playing as high a level right. as he ever I'm not, played I'm just, until his players got hurt around him. I'm just saying there's positives and negatives, and there are two two uh, national games in this uh, four spot, Sunday night football and Thursday night football, so the two biggest showcases that we have in our sport. Jimmy G plays well there, and then, yeah, then you trade him for the first-round well, pick I next ju- year. I just do want to remind you, in <laughs> case you haven't noticed with that insane uh, comment you just made, that at some point, probably in the next five, six years, you will not have Tom Brady to worry about anymore for literally the rest <laughs> of your life. Right. I already <laughs> told you I'm good with the four Super Bowls. Let's, you know, let's see what Jimmy G can do. I mean, wh- if if we're that guessing was- if we're guessing what they finish out of those four games, to me the most likely answer is, you know, it's either 3 and 1 or 2 and 2 and and you see. Oh, right? the best most part. Most likely to go 3 and 1 or 2 and 2, one of those two. What if Jimmy Garoppolo stinks? Well, they have I a whole. Factor that in, really. They have this whole this whole thing called football. That's a big team sport. The Denver Broncos just won. Taste that condensation. Uh, also, the Browns are the first team that Tom Brady would play in Week Five. When did the so, Patriots get the Broncos' defense? Well, that's fair. They, <laughs> but they have a good coaching staff who can adjust. They have a pretty good defense. They have some weapons on offense. It's not. It's they not won a, eleven games with Matt Castle. Right. It's not a talent poor team. I would be shocked if they won less than two, but. Who knows? You never know how this could play out. But the three home games really helps you. You're in a tough spot, obviously, in week one. It was already going to be a challenging game. Now it's going to be a real – but could it, wouldn't it be so Patriots, though, if they steal that week one game? Mm-hmm. I could totally yes. see that And also. then end up losing one of the other ones. Yes, that's kind of what I would expect. Um, all right, so we'll see what happens. Expects to beat the Cardinals with Jimmy Graham. No, but if, you put, <laughs> if, they're, if they're in a tough spot, right. like the few times that they're not expected to win over the years, that's usually when it's they – It's really unbecoming. Well. Oh, you guys make it say, you guys make it sound like being like a five point underdog or whatever it'll be is some massive upset. It's not that crazy. But you do you do realize, and I say this with you know peace and love, with all due respect. You sound a little spoiled when you're saying you were kind of looking forward to not having Tom Brady. I'm not looking bit. forward to it. You're spinning it, and of course I'm water. spoiled. <laughs> of course we're spoiled. We like I appreciate it. The spoiled ones to me are the ones that don't even realize how lucky they are, and they're complaining about the Patriots all the time. All right. Well, you're about to get your wish. 
Potentially. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, in other quarterback news, this is in uh, Colleen's neck of the woods uh, over in Philadelphia. Sam Bradford <clears throat> signed a, a contract to stay with the Eagles earlier in the offseason. He probably felt pretty good about his situation. I'm going to get yet another chance to reestablish, reestablish my value. I'm going to make a ton of dough. But then what happens? They go and they get Chase Daniel, and that was a little weird because the new head coach was talking up uh, Chase Daniel whenever he could prior to the start of free agency. And then they go and pull off the mega trade uh, to get into the top two of the draft, which meant they were going to obviously import the quote-unquote quarterback of the future. So Sam Bradford's angry, and he and he's not going to—he's mad as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. Rap sheet reports Monday that Sam Bradford will skip the Eagles' off-season training program from now on in an effort to get traded, and the request to be traded quote-unquote blindsided the Eagles, according to Rap Sheet. And the team still views Bradford as their starter. Oh my God, there's so much here. Is this all right? We'll, we'll, Colleen, we'll tee you up, but I'll ask you the first question: Would this qualify as for <laughs> Sam Bradford? Yes, I, of course he's going to be mad. I mean, why wouldn't he? It doesn't make sense that the Eagles are like, oh, my God, this was so surprising that Sam Bradford is like, what the heck? I don't want to play here anymore. It doesn't make any sense. But you look at what happened here and everything that Howie Roseman was saying in that press conference, too, about Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. And it just seems like the whole thing is such a mess in Philadelphia. And it's always it's always just blowing up and imploding. And you have even today, Chase Daniel, he gets on Twitter. I mean, he's got to be the happiest guy right now. He tweets out, great first day, phase two of the <laughs> offseason program. Offense looked sharp as ever. Still a long way to go, but a great start. Fly, Eagles, fly. One step closer. Ah. <laughs> what a stinky Davis. What a total stinky Davis. The odds are inching up that we got Chase Montana week one starter, just like I was hoping. Where does Sam Bradford get off? Well, that's what when I when I mentioned. I mean, Wes, you're going to explain the reasons why. Shut up, Sam Bradford. So since Sam Bradford has been drafted, 20 quarterbacks have started 60 games in the NFL. He is 20th in every major stat except completion percentage. He's 19th. He's been the worst starter in the NFL for a half a decade. He demands to go to another team. He's getting paid great money. Look, the idea of football more than any other sport is about competing. You compete for your starting spot. You don't. You're not bequeathed starting jobs well, in the NFL. Also, he's skipping voluntary workouts, so it's right. like this okay. Is, this is lifting weights and everything. But once they have mandatory mini camps. And they're really, and even OTAs, I would say, that to me is a lot more meaningful that a guy who you want to be your week one starter is not there. It's not like a cornerback holding out that can just show up or a wide receiver that can show up. And you say, okay, it's the La Reveal Magnifico for Sam Bradford. I look at it the business perspective. Like he's looking at what is out there, Denver, for instance, uh, what he could possibly get into. You could argue it's a La Reveal Magnifico for Howie Roseman mm -hmm. because you said, oh, don't you think they've considered this and everything? Like, I don't think they thought this was going to happen when they made this move, that they were prepared for it. Louis Riddick, who I like a lot, uh, tweeted sort of about that, saying, I'm sure Philly decision makers plan for the possibility might get upset and demand a trade or not show up and then or, or not. And, and pointing out this isn't fantasy football. You're dealing with real people here. And if they pay $11 million to Sam Bradford for a signing bonus 
and they're forced to trade him, which I don't think will happen. I think ultimately he's going to stay because it would be insane to tell your owner, hey, by the way, remember how we traded up all those picks to, to move up to number two? I also want to completely flush down the toilet the $11 million that you that you gave for Sam Bradford with very little. And I term. love that this is becoming a standoff now because Howie Roseman came out today and was talking about how Sam is such a pro and that they've worked together for so long. He loves to play the game and he looks forward to seeing him soon. It's the most Sam Bradford story ever that he is battling with a team that is insisting he's their starting quarterback. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not your starting quarterback. He hasn't even beaten out Chase Daniel. Right. Well, but they say he's the starting quarterback. That's the plan. Give me a break. I love the glee, by the way, in Colleen's voice and eyes when she talks about hell in Philadelphia. It makes me think of uh, Michael Caine from Batman. He's like, some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> You love it. You love when it's the Phillies on fire. No, well, it's just like it doesn't surprise me at all, but it gives me something to talk about, and I love it. I love all of the madness that goes on because it's just like it's such a train wreck watching the Eagles in the offseason. It's even more of a train wreck in the offseason sometimes than it is in the regular season, and that's saying a lot because mm. last year, not great. And and if he wanted a way to completely alienate and annoy every single Eagles oh. fan out there, I mean, this is the recipe to do it. They've, they'll go away from being annoyed at the Carson Wentz trade, and now they're just going to put all their pitchforks on Bradford. If Carson <laughs> Wentz is the answer. If he's the solution, that $11 million doesn't matter. And, and the other question is that that's easy to say, but that's like someone's real money. Eleven, you know, we talk about like, okay, well, that's only eleven. You're talking million about dollars. a quarterback who's been paid one hundred and fourteen million dollars to win. He gets paid three million dollars for every victory in his career. Now everybody throws money at Sam Bradford. Now they say they won't trade him, but if if Denver offered a third round pick for him, wouldn't they do that? In a heartbeat. I mean, again, he has to convince. That seems like a lot. He has to convince. He has to convince Lurie that I I. You know, I'm, we just paid $11 million for a third-round draft pick, um, which is, you know, I think that's an uncomfortable I think that's an uncomfortable thing. That is telling your, your boss that you messed up big time, that you trusted me to make this big contract, and now we're just literally His job was to nothing. find a quarterback. Oh, unless, yeah. unless, and this is not something that's done a lot in the NFL anymore, <clears throat> unless the Eagles actually do plan to go the route of giving their top pick a year or two. To I think marinate. that is their plan. And then you have Bradford and Chase Daniels, and Bradford's the starter, and, and that, who's going to complain? How could Sam Bradford complain that he might not have a job in two years? He's getting paid plenty of money. The only time it really looks like Roseman messed up is if they really do, let's say, draft Carson Wentz and they name him the starter in August. Then I'm not sure what they if the plan was ever really that clear. Brandon, you had something to say. Yeah, I just don't understand why Bradford is upset, especially when um, getting paid Roseman. Well, I mean, especially when he, I mean, said this. I like vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really say that? Yeah, he was talk. That's what he was talking about when he was uh, describing Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, and he was talking about pepperoni and sausage <laughs> pizza as well. This was all on April twentieth. Can I hear that again? Connect the dots. I like vanilla and chocolate. That's creepy. It right? Makes, it makes yeah. sense to me. That was part of like a longer clip, but immediately I said, oh. like, that needs to be a sound drop. I heard, unlike Dan, I listened to the podcast with Lindsay. Whoa! <laughs> well, of course, Dan hadn't even mentioned the, the history making we had in this, what? in this room. Lindsay Rhodes and Colleen Wolf. What a what a great show. They were on the show? They were together? on together. Wow. <laughs> Breaking. <laughs> Well, I mean, wow. Dan, Dan didn't know about my Prince Easter egg either. So. No, no, no. Oh, For true. some reason, I prioritize spending time with my family. 
Am I away oh, time away from the office? Weird. I guess that's show. where we're different. I apologize to everyone that I've offended <laughs> during your moment of great history. I'm, I didn't make the news. I guess I, I just missed it. But I'm sure it was a fun show. It was great. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I don't recall. I haven't seen this kind of attitude out of Dan since uh, the Rosenthal and Jesselnik Vanity Project. Uh-oh. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Another. Another dead podcast on the roadside. Wow. Uh, wow. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I should check it out. I will check out. That's great. The first time it's two women now. have ever been uh, on the show at the same time. That mm-hmm. is historic. It is. I Groundbreaking. Think, is that maybe at NFL Media as well? <laughs> <laughs> not, might be true. Not just NFL, like maybe sports. Sports, yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Josh Norman. Uh, as we know, the Carolina Panthers, uh, in a shocker, rescinded the franchise tag on the all-pro cornerback, uh, making him a free agent. And uh, there was some thought, oh, did they do did they do him dirty by you know waiting so long before making this decision? Apparently not, <clears throat> because just two days after the Panthers made that move, setting Norman free, uh, Norman signed a five-year, seventy-five million dollar deal with the Redskins on Friday. Uh, Ian Rappaport reported the contract track makes him the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. And here's the banger right here. 50 million in guarantees for Josh Norman to anchor the Washington secondary. Uh, they would hope for years to come. What do we think about this move Wes? I think it's, it's taking a position of weakness. The Redskins have had a bad secondary for a lot of years, and now it might be a strength. Brashad Breeland was near Pro Bowl level himself last year. You had those two guys, and you've got a lot of depth there. They've got a lot of former cornerbacks who can play safety on that roster, too. So, I, I, to me, it's intriguing, and the, and the most interesting part is September, he gets Antonio Brown, Des Bryant, and Odell Beckham right out of the gates. Mm. Whoa. I mean, there was a question when he got cut. That is the rest of the NFL going to view him as a guy that can be that good in any scheme. But Scott McLuhan has a great history with physical cornerbacks, knowing what to look for in the secondary. I mean, their scheme in Seattle is pretty similar to, to what they had going on in Carolina. He did a good job drafting in the secondary, uh, a lot of physical players for the 49ers. So it makes me more optimistic that this will work out well. That said, he is making... Eight, you know, he's getting paid like a super duper star. Eighteen, it's basically a two-year, thirty-seven million dollar contract. So he's getting he's getting Sam Bradford money for two years, and I would I would put the over under on his time in Washington at you know two two and a half years. What are you laughing at there, Wes? Sam Bradford money. Why do people <laughs> pay this guy eighteen million? Yeah, I should say like Tony Romo money or someone else. Sam I Brad- guess Romo. It's makes just a funny that more. somebody's willing to pay Sam Bradford that much money. Yeah, and Josh Norman. It sounds like he didn't want to leave the Panthers, and he, I guess, tried to sign his tag after it was rescinded, just to like see if he could get it in in time. And obviously, that really, yeah, it, that's fascinating because like wow. that would ended up being less money, but he really did just want to stay there. Well, and was happy with he, that. Uh, and he's a, a guy from the the area down there. I guess he probably didn't think that there was any way it was going to play out this way. Here's some uh, audio of um, Norman, who was asked about the whole saga and how it came together. Uh, man, still surreal. I, I mean, I'm, oof, <laughs> kind of crazy. Now sitting up here and talking to you guys um, on another team, um, <laughs> another colors. <laughs> it's kind of um, still surreal. So, but I'm blessed. 
uh, th- he did an interview with Lindsey Rhodes on Total Access a couple weeks ago where uh, people in the newsroom were wondering if, if he was okay during the interview <laughs> with some of the, his responses. But apparently that's how Josh Norman communicates. I don't know. Uh, but obviously he was blindsided by the whole thing. It's fascinating. Greg's right. If he wants to be in Carolina, don't – I think it's interesting how athletes sometimes – let their agents do everything for them, and then they just get swept away by the tide. Yeah. He winds up in Washington and doesn't sound like he wants to He fired his agent, right? Yeah. Because of the way it unfolded. And then also – I think he, in the end, was happy because he had this quote today, you know, something about know your worth. I have it right here. You've got to know yourself, know your worth, huh? I guess I know my worth. Uh, and that was uh, at Patrick Peterson. That? Right. That was a response to Patrick Peterson saying, know your worth. Because so, in the end, I mean, he made out really well in this. And the Redskins. It's know. a good fit, right? I mean, he's a good zone in zone coverage, and that's if what they do there. Tell Redskins fans that you were going to get one of the top five cornerbacks in the league uh, right before the draft. They'd be doing cartwheels. So this really play, worked out well for them. Assuming he plays – at the level he played at most of last year. He kind of was a guy that came out of nowhere a little bit to become see- seen as like an elite guy. Uh, and even in the second half of the year, I wouldn't say he was as dominant as he was in the first half. I mean, the Panthers, and we talked about it on Thursday, but yeah, they made a strong statement in saying they can live without mm-hmm. Josh Norman. And I yeah. think I think about that Odell Beckham game. If Odell Beckham kept his head on straight, he probably would have embarrassed Norman. Uh, dropped a touchdown, make it, you know, obviously got out of his game, but was outplaying him routinely uh, at certain points of the game. So I don't know. I mean, he see they overpaid. It seems like, but that's that's what that's the market for a cornerback, a top like cornerback. Would have been our number one free agent available. Is that on our list? Is that like annoying to you because you ha- could have had that <laughs> sexy name at the top? <laughs> Who was it in the end? I don't even remember. After all the tags were gone. Oh, God. Malik Jackson? Malik Jackson was it, yeah. I look for any reason. Do we have it by any chance, Brandon? (laughs) No, we don't. It's off the board. (laughs) People wonder, and this this is not the Irishman's fault about the drops. We have the like the first iPad ever made, I think. Yeah, what is it can, that? It can hold like maybe four and a half drops per show. You need way more for this show. Yeah, yeah. I had to move like ten over just for today. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm. something didn't wow. make the cut. Another uh, news, we'll hit on this quickly. Mike Tirico, everyone knows if you listen to the show that I love that man. Not not just as a play by play man, but I literally, I think I love Mike Tirico. Oh God, what happened? He is going. Uh, to NBC. He's leaving uh, ESPN for NBC. Wow. Uh, and this has big consequences, both for Mark's boy, Bob Costas. Tariko probably in line to take over the Olympics coverage as Costas gets phased out of society. And Maybe that's why Sessler isn't gets, here today, gets actually. out of society. <laughs> and then Sunday Night Football. Tariko's probably getting the big bucks. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, the best on TV. Michelle, too. Is it Michelle? Yeah, Michelle that's Tafoya. great. Uh, is is Al is Tariko taking over for Al, and how soon? Well, it's, it judging by the initial report that's out, he will be doing the five extra Thursday night games that NBC has picked up this year. I would be surprised if uh, he was just taking over for Al Michaels, <clears throat> but it gives them a. Someone to step in because Al's probably towards the end of his run, and 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 you'll have Tariko right there to just continue the thing going. It's a big I, loss for ESPN. It's a killer because I I wish I would have known I had you know the last time Tariko 
and Gruden were together. I oh, could have savored it. You never, you know, you never appreciate these things till they're gone. So. Well, he's not gone. He's still going to be around. But that team, as we know it, they're broken up. And that that Monday night team, Tariq and Gruden. I'm sorry, Dan. Uh, and fine. Oh, one one more thing. Circling back to the Brady. Big loss out of the tennis coverage on ESPN too. Really? He's solid. He's, he good? Yeah. he's good at everything. He's good at everything. Uh, and circling back uh, to the Brady story, uh, he did get some support on a very tough day at Brady Camp from the GOP front runner. Oh no, Donald Trump. First of all, let's start by saying, leave Tom Brady alone. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's a great guy. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> That's who you align yourself with. That's not true at all. Even Tommy doesn't align himself with that. Maybe he can um, appoint a Supreme Court judge that will um, handle this case if uh, Brady appeals. I did see a, a tweet just now as we're, as we're up here uh, saying Brady's going to do whatever he can to fight fight this oh my god it just won't go away <laughs> it's not gonna die it, it, it is interesting though when this happened the first time it felt like the biggest news ever the whole you know newsroom stopped and you know we did a special show and talked for 40 we minutes. got a packet of research then, that was so thick just on deflate gate but this time oh around there is real fatigue over like oh this again okay and it's just now it feels more like a normal news story it's silly the best one of the two or three best players in the most popular sport in america isn't playing because he threw a light football. And there's no way, like I've, I've seen it thrown out there, is is there any way that the NFL says, okay, it's been a year, this or that? Like, Because they just want precedence, too. Like, right, they could just let him play anyways, and it's, like, it's hard to imagine. It's going to be annoying for fantasy happening. The whole The whole point was, was for precedent. He's a draft day value in fantasy leagues. I'm oh. sure you check out the NFL Fantasy Podcast. <laughs> By the way, the last, uh, yeah. You know? Alex Gellar. Gelhar. Yeah. Fabs. Fabs. I mean, like, Co, what does this do Grant, for, for everybody Frank. up there? The last, uh, by the way, the last. Matty Harmon involved with that pod? I think sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, the show. last Tariko game ever on ESPN. Chiefs 30, Texans 0. Okay, you know what? Mm. That makes me mad. <laughs> All right, moving on. That's what's happening in the news. And now it's time to make some lunch. Ooh. Because. Uh, it is that time of the show. Uh, if you have not uh, heard this before, every about three or four times a year, we will uh, lay out some propositions. Um, uh, predictions really are th- what they are, and each each of the people in the room uh, make a prediction, and the others have a chance to say, oh, I agree with you, or I don't agree with you. In fact, let's put a sandwich on it. You're going to be wrong. And that is the game we call Go Get My Lunch. You dung beetle? You dung beetle? Dung beetle. That was good. Nice, Wes. Uh, so why don't we start up the game, Greg? You excited? Dung, you this, dung beetle. Yeah, this is the draft edition of Go Get My Lunch. Uh, so Connie Fox. Wow. Wow. Is this is the first it, time you've done this with us? I think yeah, so. Yeah, it is. Oh, That's so. a big step. You're going to be on the board. When I, wow. When we talked about it on, you know, I think it was on Thursday, I said this is a big, this is going to be a big moment for Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about probably. history. This is history. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to throw one out there. You throw yeah. one out there, and okay. then uh, we will let you know what we think about it. Okay. Honestly. So I'm going to say <laughs> that Ohio State has six players drafted in the first round. Whoa. That ties the record Somebody set by Miami in 2004. <laughs> Wait. You're, so you're so not, I think – Go on. Go on. Because I legitimately think five players will be drafted from Ohio State in the first round. So 
I'm You're a big Eli Apple fan. I think that Joey Bosa, Ezekiel Elliott, Eli Apple, Taylor Decker, and Darren Lee will probably go. And then you have the guys on the bubble that are like Michael Thomas, Braxton Miller, and Von Bell. I think one of those guys jumps up. Uh, Bron Bell, yes. (laughs) Von Bell. Von Bell. Von. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what. Connie Fox has come to this game with a good strategy. Because she right, I was gonna say, don't be too prepared. She lays in bed at night reading, <laughs> uh, you know, paperwork. You're gonna, well, make right, us, so, you're gonna make us look bad. But I did mock draft live yesterday on the network. Oh, you did. That's I right. Did. What a huge uh, advantage that is. So I was I was looking at the guys that went, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it's gonna be six. I was originally gonna say seven, and that it would be really crazy and break the record and break that Michael would, Irvin's heart. Really, that would be your onion hanger. That's what that's what we call it. You kind of have you want to put one out there that's a little riskier than the others. Six, okay, six right. in the middle, but it doesn't matter. I'm taking you. I, I will uh, take you up on that. You think Connie's hanging onion here? No, I don't know. We but have it, no idea. It's <laughs> yeah. No, I'm literally asking you. Uh, it's uh, I don't Somebody even. Somebody tell me if she is or not. I don't know what that means. Um, I'm gonna take it up because six is so specific. You know, it could be seven still. Could be five. Right. You never know. It could be four. Maybe uh, maybe your boy Eli Apple somehow slips out. I'm take- I just love that name, Eli Apple. Good Eli Apple. That wasn't his first name either. I'm taking it because Stop that's rubbing it. I know. I'm knowledge. sorry. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> taking it because that's the purpose of the game. Yeah. That's true. Let's wheel and deal here. Come on. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the odds are, even with my limited knowledge of the Ohio State football program, I can tell you. <laughs> That that's a that's a lot of people to go in the first round. More more than likely, someone's going to fall. Only five will be taken in the first round, so I will take you. Ooh, okay. So that's three sandwiches on the line. Uh, I octane sandwiches, by the way. Jackson Market. Yeah. Oh, by the way, no vegetarians in this game. I love Ooh. that Mark's not here too, because you know Mark doesn't love this game. He doesn't love food that much. Uh, I love sandwiches. I'm so excited about this. Uh, yeah, you you eat meat mm. and you you like t- to have food, so this is going to be perfect. Okay. Isn't Philly one of the like sandwich heaviest? It places is. In there a- are oh, yeah. so many good sandwich places there. I if want you guys s- want any recommendations? Hit me up on Twitter. All right, <laughs> I want you. <laughs> At what? At what handle, Connie? Colleen Wolf NFL. John's roast pork. Colleen Wolf was not That's available. That's my favorite. John's <sighs> roast. John's roast pork. John's roast pork. My wife so good. Denick's roast beef. Emika oh. and I we went to, we went to Philly once just to eat sandwiches. That's a great trip. <laughs> I'm That's what I do for, every time I go home. For six straight meals, like, we ate six straight sandwiches, and that was and then we just that's went home. a that's climbing up a few rungs on the common man rankings. <laughs> sandwich trip. Common men like don't it. have money to go go to a city just to eat sandwiches. Well, you don't have to <laughs> be destitute. Drove, we to drove three man. hours and stayed <laughs> in a cheap hotel. You, know, you don't need that much money. Come on. I mean, you don't have to be living in squalor to be a common man, you know. Says the guy who's very low on the common man ranking. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> I disagree, by the way. Uh, as Emika has said, Greg's wife, I am number one on the common man ranking. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the way it is. Which I, I know hurts West. West just threw his head back laughing. <laughs> that hurts West so much. It doesn't hurt. It's laughable. No, it hurts West so it's much. Laughable. I work for the post office 46 years ago. I saw a coal ago. mine once. <laughs> I grew up in a coal town. That's true. And uh, He waved all the coal workers while they were descending into the coal Yeah, room. and I buried a lot of them, too. Wow. It was not an easy uh, childhood for me. <laughs> Please. Got dark. Yeah. Fast. You wire. Wes, <laughs> you are up. Never forget who Emika put number one. All right, Wes, you're up. Uh, Titans trade up back into the top ten. Ooh. Oh, wow. Mm. I might have to go next because mine is really Okay, that's not a problem, Greg. The flow. 
All right, let me just take a look at the draft board here. Very important. Oh, maybe with like the Browns or something. Yeah, some people think Laramie Tunsil maybe at five mm. or uh, six. So the Titans the are Ravens. at fifteen, of course. Um, they get the guy they wanted at one back at five. They traded and they have at so one. many. They have so many picks now too. Tunsil was the guy that w- they were connected to most before they traded out of the pick. DJ's top player on his big board, and yet he has him going sixth to his old team, the Ravens. I will, I will take you up on that because uh, it's related to one of my other ones. All right, and I have to be consistent. Although you don't part, have to be necessarily. Part of me thinks that you know, hedge your bets, but that's not. That's not how this game is. Played. Yeah, you got to be you a go riverboat gambler. Got to go for the sandwiches. Uh, yeah, I think Wes, that's a that's a good one. Uh, but for the sake again of the game, <laughs> you, don't have, you don't the have idea. to take it. No, I, of course I don't have to. I mean, let's stop being like you're doing anything for the sake of the game. You're doing it for the sake of some sandwich. Yeah, that's what I mean. I because that's how you win sandwiches. The people that hang a little onion are the ones that are rewarded typically in the game. Uh, at least when it comes to taking them, P- setting it, sending out the wages is when it gets tricky when you hang too much onion. But <laughs> not only do the Titans would they want to tr- trade back into the top ten, they would also have to find someone who would do it with them. I'm going to say they can't do it. They might try. They're going to have to sit at 15. So I will take you up on it. I'm going to say, I think I think they do it, and I think they do it with the Browns. Mm, Ooh, so, so you're not hyper specific. Yeah. All right. So you only get the sandwich if it's with the Browns. <laughs> oh no no, no no! I'm just pull kidding. back, pull back the right, reins. Right, I'm just right, trying right, to take right, advantage right. of your lack of knowledge of the rules. Yeah. Ah! Just say, uh, in, in accordance with the code of the game, just say. Okay. And as an aside, not related to the sandwich prop. Okay. I believe. <laughs> okay. That trade will be with the Cleveland Browns. So the, yes, all of that that you just said. Let's put that on the books. <laughs> Great. Uh, wait, wait! Breaking news. I'm changing my mind. I'm getting bad feeling about this, and now I feel as if they will trade back into the top ten. I'm out. Well, then I know what you're saying with uh, my next one, which is no trades in the top 10, which is really 3 to 10. We, we obviously know 1 and 2 have been traded. It's kind of people just stay at, stay on the board. They make their picks. Be a nice, quiet top 10. None of these players are that excited, exciting to be trading up back up for. I don't think Paxton Lynch is a guy who should be going in the top 10 or trading up for him necessarily. Mm. No trades in the top 10. So Chargers, Cowboys, Jags, Ravens, Niners, at? Browns, Bucks, and Giants all stay put. As a nod to Mark Sessler, I should accept this one and just like go against my own. Right, that's what Sessler is. <laughs> <laughs> Old even Steven. <laughs> mm. you know, yeah, I'll take you up on it. I've already said the Titans are going to trade into the- I'll take you up on it. Yeah, I'm in. All right. Cause I, just because I don't think the Titans will doesn't mean nobody will. Yeah, it's you know? it, it would be a rare thing for that to happen, relatively rare. <laughs> Okay, I will throw one out there. The <clears throat> the Cowboys take a quarterback uh, in their first two picks. Wow. Ooh. Their first two picks. Mm. Well, I, which really feels like their second pick, because right. unless they trade down. They which, could you trade know, down. Yeah, they could. Uh, although Jerry Jones did say on Monday he, he thought they would stay at the pick, but who knows whether to I mean, trust that. Jarrah. Uh I will take you up on that because, yeah, to me, that's just their second-round pick because I really don't think they're going to take it at one in the first round. And so their second-round pick. Yeah. That's number, there's, there's, by the way, that's number 34 overall, so it's a high second-round pick. Right, and there's a lot of guys that people do believe are, are in that second-round quarterback range, so it wouldn't be crazy, but I'll take you yeah, up. Yeah, I think it's going to happen because I think they're going to take a defensive end probably in the first mm. round, but 
What about Ezekiel Elliott? Get the quarterback maybe. in the second round. Uh, yeah, quarterback in the second round. And as a reminder, Wes, the mailman, I'm putting you on the spot. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you do. Who is on the uh, quarterback depth chart in Dallas after Tony Romo? Kellen Moore and taking it to the streets. What's his name? Strong's? <laughs> yeah, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's something It's something like that. It Strong's might be a fictional streets, person. Something like that. I should add a respect for the man who's literally in the NFL. I will say that his name is Jameel Showers. Showers. Yeah. Showers. Yeah. Showers. Um, take it to the showers, Jamil. Take it to the showers. It's Carton's feet. So, clearly, they have a need. Tony Romo is by far the most frail quarterback in the game right now and 36 years old. They are going to go get that quarterback of the future in the first two rounds. And, and so, Greg, you're taking me up on it. Wolfie's not, right? Right. You agree with me. Right. I agree with you. I don't okay, think you so can go into Greg. the year with Kellen Moore as your backup. Mm. I think they take a second-round quarterback. All right. Just one sandwich on the line. All right. Connie, you're up next. Okay. Um, oh, I love this game. The 49ers so trade back into the first round. So they have the seventh overall pick. Yeah. And then they trade again to get back in later. So they have two first round picks. Yeah. Interesting strategy from Connie here. She's hyper specific. Obviously, he's done her homework. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. it is generally not a good weekend. thing to be hyper specific. Right, oh, I was gonna like, say you've done shoot. you've done your homework okay. on the draft, very right. well prepared. You haven't done your homework on go get my lunch. Ooh. Because, oh, wow. Wow. if you go wow. look at some of the mis- right. the mistakes made by the the man in that chair, <laughs> number one, it's being hyper specific. Two yes. part trades where specific guys go to specific. <laughs> That's things. true. And then number two, it's staying out of the well, mix when people are making their uh, their wagers, which you just stayed out of the mix for Dan's last one. I'm too, I'm so. channelling Sessler. I'm yes. sitting in his seat right That's now. True. <laughs> a lot of dark <laughs> energy over there. <laughs> um, and Greg, you nailed it, though. Greg absolutely nailed it. Okay. It's, if you get sheepish taking other people's wagers and then go hyper-specific, that is the ticket to 2-14, and 14, which <laughs> well, is who knows? what oh, I no. did last year, by the way. It could happen to anybody, but last year in this very draft um, prop session. I went see, you've learned from your mistakes. I haven't had a chance mm, to do that perhaps. yet, so maybe that's what this is all about. All right, can you just run it by me one more time? The so. 49ers trade back into the first round. So maybe I should revise it, and it should just be the 49ers trade up at some point. No, that's too, nah, bad. No. too all bad. Right, All right, all right, all right. They trade up to, to get back into the first round, so they have two picks in the first round. I, because free agency is like they haven't done anything, and Chip Kelly's there, and Trent Baalke, maybe, like maybe he's waiting for the splash for the draft. You know what? I'm going to say, Connie, I'm going to pass on it because when you're a bad team with a ton of holes – Usually they want to have as many yeah. picks as possible, and I think they're gonna—they're not gonna want to package a bunch of picks just to move up ten spots. Uh, so I will take you on that. Mm. I will also take you on that. I like your logic; it's coming from a good place. But okay, the odds are in our favor. How much money do you have in your bank account right now, Colin? <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got. So we all took. Did Greg take it? Colin? I took it. Yeah, yeah we all took it. Okay. Uh, Greg chastised Connie. I know. Uh, oh, yes. Stop for the show. Yeah. Now gentle, very sheepish. Gentle rebukement. Show business. Gentle rebukement. All right, Wes. By the way, up. poor Mark, you know, we're burying him. He, his record is not is not so bad in this game. Yeah, it is. 44 and 50. I mean, it's. The only one under 500 who's not a producer. Yeah. I was disappointed when I heard. Dan and I are nine over. You're seven over. Uh, but to my point that it's good to just be in the mix, I have 10 more uh, total wins and losses than Dan, for instance. So just, wow. just throw them in there. Just throw them in there. Ready? Wes. Josh Doxson, first wide receiver off the board. Oh. J-Dot. 
Interesting. I don't even know who he is. No, that's it's <laughs> good. TCU. Don't admit that. Right, he he is in terms of like looking at the skill sets and you know the what do you what mean? what I know about him is what I like. He's the he's the wide receiver that I'd want my team to draft. He is borrowing Colleen's binders. What's going on over there? Uh, <laughs> not totally out of it. Uh, you know, like a route run. He just seems like great hands. Seems like a guy that's going to transition versus the boomer bust type of guy. Now, those guys aren't always taken first, and they don't always work out either. Mark Clayton is a guy I can think of who is kind of that guy. Um, hmm. Mark Clayton? Way the back, Ravens version. Way back in the day, yeah. Not to be confused with Michael Clayton. No. The one-year wonder. Are you taking so it? So I agree that Doxon's going to be the first wide receiver. Okay. I will um, I will take you on that. Can you name another wide receiver? Corey Coleman-Baylor. That's the <laughs> nice guy I see going first. Guy's a real really? playmaker. Yep. Mm. In fact, he was almost one of my wagers. Uh, I was going to throw this out one, but it was a little too oniony. Corey Coleman to either the Texans or Bengals. But again, that mm. that hyper specificity. Right. Doesn't specific- work. Specificity. That's you're hard to say. You're really a sneaky you. Baylor fan. Well, Laquan Treadwell would be the, I think, the conventional yeah. wisdom to go first. But it wouldn't be a shock, I think, if any of those three guys, maybe Will Fuller. Will Fuller. He's so fast. Goes first. Uh, but I will take you on that. And All just right. uh, go with the field. You know, I, Laquan and, and Corey. It's a very Coleman. Greg move to go with the field. Yeah, of course. This next one, um, here's a Browns wager. And this was the thing I kind of feared uh, with the Browns, that they would get sucked into RG3 and then not go after a quarterback. Uh, so I will kind of double down in, with my belief that that's what's going to happen, and the Browns will not take a quarterback in the first three rounds. Wow. I'll, ta- I'll take you up on that. I'll take that. Mm, that's a tough one. I kind of agree with you on that. But Remember, the you know, ground moved my... beneath Hugh Jackson's feet. I mean, a home run pick from the great mastermind of football operations. Sashi. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I want to see uh, maybe they trade for Sam Bradford. No, that's probably not. They try to trade for him every year, don't if they? If they ended up with Sam Bradford in RG3. Oh. Oh my God! Oh my God! By week eight, they that can't have a starter. That can't happen. To get Sam Bradford, oh, Josh McCown, and so RG three on the same roster—the most three in- injury-prone quarterbacks in the league—they could split up, split up the playing time. Yeah. Some people have been connecting Pax and Lynch to them. I don't know if they'd move back for him or not. I'm not. I am going to take. I'm not going to take you on that. You're right. not sitting out. I think they'll take okay. a quarterback. Ooh, I like when I get Greg questioning himself and not taking one. You know he loves to jump in there. Uh-oh. I mean, yeah. I really gave him a brain buster. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. Uh, let's take a break before we do our last one uh, and do a group pick. We like to do one group where you got to nail the player to the team. I don't know if anyone's ever gotten this in the couple of years we've done it, but this year we're going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. He's the Ohio State tailback that everyone seems to love. Um, some people have him going to the top five when I was looking at the NFL.com mock drafts which you can find, Greg, at NFL.com slash draft. Takes you to that page. Maron. Or mock draft, or slash mock draft central. Mm-hmm. Or just mock draft. Wow. We've got it all Nobody covered. people. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so Zeke Elliott, um, where will he land? What team? Uh, hit the team where he's going to be playing football in 2016. Colleen. I'm going with the Browns. Okay. Yeah. I thought I originally thought the Cowboys, 
And then once Demarcus Lawrence got suspended too, and like their need, I just feel like it's it'd be crazy, so desperate. To, it'd be a little crazy to take a running back. I feel like, at well, the, yeah, they at have that. Alfred Morris, Darren McFadden. Yeah, okay, they're not that crazy <laughs> to take a running back. I, I could buy it. You should, you should not let Darren McFadden and old Alf Morris get in the way of taking it. But it seems True. like the players are Wait, better you said on the defense. Browns. They need I said the Browns. I was saying I originally thought oh, of the Cowboys, you, you. but now because they need a defensive end so bad, I'm going with the Browns. Got you. When I watched this team play last year, they had the slowest running backs in the league, the New York Giants. Oh, you took mine, baby. Well, you can go multiple oh. on the same team. I was thinking the same thing. What we a, do that. What a roster hole that was for them last yeah. year. Yeah, I, I disagree. I mean, you're right. They absolutely need it. But, man, their defense is so, so bad. That they it just seems spent crazy like $3 billion dollars on defensive players. And that's just right, one to, just to replace their other They need a linebacker. They, they need everything on defense. They never draft linebackers. By it, the way, you can still – Focus on your defense, even if you use a high pick on an offense. You have Shane Vereen, so that's one half of a decent tandem. In then you've got Rashad Jennings. <laughs> to Greg's point, they only have six picks, by the way. Don't forget year. Orleans Darkwa. Uh, I will. Win? I will also go with the Giants. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears, one spot after uh, New York. Mm. I think. I think Miami is kind of the last spot he could go. He could certainly go higher uh, than this pick. Even maybe six to the to the Ravens wouldn't be that crazy. But how about uh how about Chicago Bears? They tried to get C.J. Anderson, uh, Jeremy Langford to me after I did that rookie running back uh, article. Very uh, I was not I was not too impressed with Langford. I mean he's a he's a solid guy to have, but I think they'd love to get a a real three down type of back. When are you gonna pop the question to Duke, to Duke Johnson? You what? Are in love oh, with I love Duke Johnson. You are in yeah, love with Duke Drags Johnson. out of his chair for Duke Johnson. Right there. <laughs> um, all right, now comes the time. All right, we got all those locked in, and and our friend Nick Fortier, or is it Nick Fortier? Nick Fortier. Nick Fortier. Uh, again, gogetmylunch.org. He tracks. He does an amazing job. Uh, he tracks every one of these um, wagers, and he has the the all time rankings. He also has a a soundboard that has some of our great drops, all sorts of fun stuff on gogetmylunch.org. Uh, don't forget about the Around the NFL uh, podcast Reddit page as well and the iTunes challenge. All right, one more time around the horn. Now I want some onions hanging. <laughs> I want... Oh, God, I already did that, though. All right, if you already felt like you hung on. Yeah, she has. She has been pretty gutsy. Then just give us one more. Uh, or we'll... Okay. Don't oh, worry wait. about it. How about... Go ahead. And, of course... Our annual, and we love it every year because it's free sandwiches for the room, uh, producer pick. Uh, the Irishman ready with his own sandwich wager. Fun fact about this game, a producer has never won a go-get-my-lunch prop. Wait, did ever. I even do a second round of, of uh, picks? I don't think I did. I think you did, didn't you? I don't think I don't so. Think so. Uh-oh. And I, if I was sneaky, I would have just sat out because that, that would help my chances. But no, I only okay, wrote down three. And so I never. Oh, you never... know why? Because you went third the first time. Yeah, it got a little wonky. Okay, go ahead. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to cheat the game. Here's here's one. The Broncos trade for a quarterback, not named Colin Kaepernick. Go get my lunch, you big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this game is. Workshop that one. Should <laughs> have to cut that one. You should have to buy no, a sandwich like just for that. <laughs> go get my lunch, you big guy. Uh, that's gonna happen. The Broncos are gonna tr- the Broncos are gonna trade for a quarterback. But yeah, and it won't be Colin Kaepernick. I think it, I think it'll be Case Keenum. Is that part of it? No, because okay. I, I made it a little more vague. But that's pretty specific as it is. 
I, just just in case they trade for someone else. I don't think they're gonna start. This not. has to be by Monday. They still so when we oh when by Monday by we're, when we're back in the uh, studio because this is a draft show. Yeah, that's fair. It has to be over the course of the draft. I think it's I think it's gonna happen, Greg. I think it's a good one, but I think there's no way in hell they're coming out of the draft and free agency with Mark Sanchez behind center. They're gonna have somebody. I think it happens, so I won't take you. I do think they'll trade for Colin Kaepernick, but in the spirit of Greg's way of playing this game, I'm taking the field. Wow, what influence I have. I'm taking the field. I'll take it. Why not? Yeah, it's a tough one. So trading for a quarterback that's not Cap, you said? Yeah. Case Keenum is really who I'm thinking, but I figured give myself uh, some other chances. Bradford, yeah. uh, We had a trade uh, piece today, four trades we'd love to see for the draft. Uh, Connor threw out Mike Glennon to the Broncos. Mike Glennon always coming up. Hasn't been any buzz on that at all, but uh, Case Keenum makes a little more sense because he he played for Kubiak. Case Keenum's so good, you have to trade for him. You can't I always, wait for him to be released. You just have to trade for him. By the way, Mike Lennon. <laughs> fifth round pick or something. <laughs> Mike Lennon needs to – he's inching towards the territory where we should probably stop invoking his name in trades and talking about him like every other show. Victor Cruz territory. It's been happening like for three years now. All right, now the onion hang around. Colleen, you already hung some onions, so just give us your final uh, prop. <laughs> I'll just give you another one here. All right. Okay. Uh, Stephen Tullock is traded. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Thank you for the sandwiches. <laughs> She's learning. She's that's, a rookie. Even Tullock gets his own go get my lunch yep. prop. It, yep. It's very sweet, Colleen. Just throw it You're in there. Learning the game. Why not? I'll take it. I'm a terrible gambler. What is it like in a <laughs> you don't gamble here? Uh, no, you're right. What is, what is the line in Shawshank Redemption? Like fresh meat. Fresh <laughs> meat. Yeah, I'll take fresh I'll meat. take that up. That that like a that a thirty uh thirty Two-year-old or thirty-one-year-old? Yep, ma- who's coming off what? what major like injury ACL problems is not going to be burning Achilles. up the trade market. But the, but you know what? I did text uh, in preparation for this. I'm always you know trying to prepare. Uh-huh. I texted Ian for you know some some tips. Yeah, who, this guy. Why not? Cheating. Oh. I know. That's not cheating. Just Classic. Cheating. Oh yeah, cheating, you're not trying. Wes is one of those guys. that's like, oh yeah, those kids studying for the test ahead of time. Bunch of cheaters. It's <laughs> like I'm just going to wing it. So, uh, so, um, and Tullock, <laughs> to finish my uh, point, he put Tullock on his list of guys who could be <gasps> traded. So, oh, with that said, I'm whoa. not, I'm not buying it. Why would anyone want uh, Tullock at? I don't 5. know somebody who's desperate. Fresh fish. They maybe they fresh <laughs> fish. I'll take what? it. Fresh fish. That's the line of Shawshank. <laughs> I'm taking. it. Of course, I'm taking. It. That guy's not getting traded. All right. Sweet. See what happens, guys. What? <laughs> you did you take it? I took it. Yeah. Okay. Wes. Uh, before I go over this, do you want to call Ian real quick to get his advice? Oh, take this <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> if we uh, still had the Bunsen burner, burner blowtorch, that would have been a perfect spot. To be perfectly candid, I have no idea if this is an onion hanger or not because I know so little about the draft. Been established, okay. Paxton Lynch doesn't make it past the Browns at number eight. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think, I think that's an onion hanger. Yeah, I will say, because I, ju- I did a little research for that same piece Greg was just talking about, uh, Mike Mayock recently said that he thought the Jets at 20 were in potentially good position uh, to get Lynch, and their biggest uh, problem could be the Bills at 19. Yeah, that's who I was thinking, too. So mm. going by Mike Mayock's knowledge of the draft board, which is extensive for as much as you can have knowledge of this, <laughs> a little bit of a crapshoot, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, uh, I will say I'll take you on that, West, because it sounds like he'll fall a little further. For the purposes of this game, let me rephrase it. He won't fall past number eight. Okay. okay. So, so the Browns could trade out right. or whatever. I don't know. Right. 
I will uh I will take you up on that. Although I hope you're I hope you're wrong because I I really envision a scenario where I think the Jets, you know, Jets might be looking at Pack. There's a lot of buzz of Jets and Pax and Lynch that they're looking at him as a, as a possible thing, whether whether he trades, they trade up for him or they hope that he falls to them. I think they'd probably have to trade up for him. But here's my scenario, draft draft weekend. Um, they want to trade up for Pax and Lynch. They're thwarted. Sorry. Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, by the way, signs a one-year contract. With the New England Patriots as a backup, yeah, you got Geno Smith. It's all over for the Jets. Forget about the throat of ease. Look at you. You've got a new setup. Wow. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, listen, I'm on record that the Jets they're heading towards disaster this season. Uh, but that that's not going to happen. So, listen, you're just hitting out because your franchise is in tatters, although you're looking forward to it because you want to see what it's like to be like the other people you yeah. know, for well, four weeks. Well, it's, I really what was going on is I had that drop already and realized I hadn't used it yet. <laughs> uh, all right. So do, are we all square on that one? I yeah. I think the Bills are going to he, – he's going to fall to the Bills. So, okay. yeah. All right, let's, bro- let's blow through the rest of these. And I mentioned this one earlier. Corey Coleman, uh, the Baylor wideout, will go to the Texans or the Bengals. Uh, hyper-specific, how you like them onions, chomp, chomp. Well, it's not, it's not as onion-hanging because you gave two teams, and that's oh, where people that's want to be. pretty specific. I don't, I don't think Corey Coleman goes to them. I think that it's going to be like Laquan Treadwell or Josh Doxson. I'll take the other 30 teams. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you up on that, but that, that's a pretty common pick. But by using the two teams, I, I don't think that qualifies as an onion hanger. Dan, Dan once again, <laughs> trying please. to cheat. Trying please. to cheat. Uh, so you're not taking it or you're taking it? I'm, I'm still taking it. Oh, yeah, but it's not an onion hanger. Okay, and finally, Greg. Uh, I'm going to go sp- hype. I'm gonna go specific. The number three pick in the draft is DeForest Buckner Ooh. to the San Diego Chargers. He will be the first uh, surprise of draft night. I will take you up on I'll that. I'll take you on that. I'll take it too. I'll take the field of 255. All right. Good job, guys. Good sandwich prop. Oh, Brandon, we ran out of time. Uh, do you have one? Real- Colleen, Colleen's got to get going. I do. Yeah. So but. just I will. Oh, right. As As someone new to the game, I'll tell you. Just take whatever the producer's wager is going to be. You don't even have to hear it. It's going to be bad. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Fine. Uh, but we'll run it by you after. Colleen has to take off. She's got somewhere to be. Later, Connie guys. Fox. See Check her out at Colleen Wolf NFL. Somebody got to Colleen Wolf. That, that must have hurt. But great work by <laughs> Connie Fox. Um, all right, before we go, it is a tradition. Like Mr. Irrelevant at the draft, uh, there's always somebody that has to go last. It is our producer with a prop of their own. I predict that Irishman. Roger Goodell will walk up to age less times than he did last year. What? He'll what? Walk on stage less times than he did last year. <sighs> How many times did he walk? Oh, this is a bad one. Yeah. So it, first who cares? Ever, it's first ever. I don't care. Yeah. Go, come on, <laughs> So does what that does mean, that even mean? Do does that even, mean you take it? Wait, do you I don't know even how many times he walked on? Maybe you just pass. You angered Greg, by the way. By this. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> Greg's literally mad at you. Is there some news <laughs> that – no, that's not true. <laughs> Wait, do you, how many times did he walk on last year, you know? Probably did the first first round. <laughs> I'm not helping doesn't, you guys. Doesn't do the second round. There's probably some news that someone's – No, there's zero n- new news. 
But he I, goes on the stage on the second round too for a, at least part of it, if not all of it. So we, this is like writing about Victor Cruz. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's your take it or not. I don't even want to track this. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not going to take it. Just, <laughs> I'm just going to not take it. You can be spit. He he actually came up with a good way to avoid giving up Santa. So it all worked out. Oh, oh. Poor Brandon. No, it's, I mean, I'm just waiting to hear if you guys took it or not. Uh, I heard Wes no. That's a no for me, too. Okay. No. And, I mean, the only, it was a kind of a way to see if I could get sandwiches out of you guys because there's less picks in the first round this year. So. Oh. But, yeah. But, but that then, was flawed anyway because he goes up for the second round, too. Well, but then there's. But the there's, second round is the same number as last year. But did you check to see if the compensatory <laughs> picks are the same in the third round? Who knows? Who knows, Brandon? I actually had another one, too. It was like awkward moments for Roger Goodell, but uh, whatever. I don't know. It's all right. It's all right. Wes, what do you have to say about this Irishman? Sh- should we put down the chisels after I'm this? I'm flummoxed. I have the Dean scream <laughs> ready. You can yell at me. Go ahead. We're not going to yell. We're not, not mad. Flushed. We're just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that's worse. Yeah, that's totally, That's like when your mom, when yeah. you get in trouble from your mom. You Guys, sit on the steps for an hour. I have to say, though, I ran it by two people that I will not name, and yeah. they actually liked it. So oh. don't. Now you're making us feel bad. Don't what get is, what is good. people anymore. Looking at Dan's <laughs> scribbling paper, he's got my name written on it for something. Well, my name on your not everything that I scribbled down I talk about. We yeah. ran out of time, so we mm. can't talk about it right now. Mm. Maybe on our next show. All right, Brandon, um, maybe if you want to go back to the drawing board and come up with another one for – Well, freaking Tony Romo, I had a good one, and then he kind of <laughs> screwed me over, so I decided to go bad. <laughs> Irishman is like all out of sorts right now. <laughs> he's so bitter. <laughs> all right. We'll give you – how about this? Give you a fresh shot Wednesday. Something a little more, There's, not something so out there. I will. Well, he, I will, well, he would have to do it. He would have to do it off, off, yeah, air off air. We're not back till uh, yeah. Thursday. I'll night. tell you guys yeah. Wednesday. Okay. All right. <laughs> At least it was content. Yeah, that's it for uh, Monday's edition of the show. Thank you for everyone for list to everyone for listening. Remember, it's a different week, so we are will be on after the first round uh, wraps up. So no matter. I don't know, depends where you are in the world, but it's going to be going up late, late, late on the East Coast in the U.S., uh, And uh, but it will be up that night of the draft, and you're not going to get that anywhere else. So make sure you check us out. First round wrap-up, draft recap, and then we'll be back again on Saturday. So uh, that's it for now. This is Dan Hansis signing off for Connie Fox in absentia, the mailman, the boss, and the Irishman. Take up the chisels. Get back to work, guys. Till draft night! You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.